Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I'm James. And I'm Michael. And it was the week of digital streaming events. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, big, big week. Lots of stuff to discuss. I mean, obviously, you know, there's some there's a big elephant in the room. We're going to get to that. So there's so much stuff I'm, I'm excited to discuss. Yeah. Remember when you were complaining last week or two weeks ago about how you're like, man, Nintendo just needs to do something. And then they're like, all right, yeah. Michael, yeah, yeah, we will. Finally, finally. Clearly over they listened to finally. us. Yeah, yeah. They, must have been. <laughs> they, they probably rushed that out. They were like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. They asked. We need to do it. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was rushed out based on the score. I'm gonna give it, but <laughs> maybe, we'll maybe. get we'll to see. that. <laughs> Before we jump into that, though, we do have a couple other little news things we want to talk about. Last week, we talked about Nintendo's new concierge service, where they're kind of allowing people to jump on video calls, and they have a rep kind of walk them through different topics that have to do with their Nintendo Switch. Well, Rebecca Valentine from IGN said that she didn't need the service, but she wanted to try it out anyway, and wrote a really interesting article about her experience doing it. I'll give a quick rundown of what kind of happened. Um, so, I mean, Rebecca's reviewed the Switch hardware when it came out, and she's had five over 500 hours of Animal Crossing, so she's pretty experienced. She knows her way around a Switch. Um, when she got on the call with the rep, she let them know that she was a reporter and just wanted to kind of understand what the experience was going to be like to let other people know. Um, and their topic that they focus on is games and what to play next. So what she did is she explained the game she was currently playing, looking that she was looking forward to the release of Bravely Default 2 in a couple weeks and wanted something to play in the meantime. Adonis, the name of her rep, suggested to try a bunch of game demos, which I thought was awesome. That's a great tip. <laughs> free. Free um, stuff is good. Free stuff yeah, is good. Exactly. Which coming from a Nintendo rep saying, why don't you try all this free stuff that we have <laughs> is mm-hmm. kind of a cool thing. Uh, he even offered to share his screen and show his Nintendo Switch and walk through the process of navigating the eShop, how to search for games available by demo and the genre. And they focused on RPGs based on the games that she liked. Um, and then began scrolling through the games, calling out a bunch of recommendations like Trials of Mana, Octopath Traveler, Cat Quest, Grindstone, and Wonderful 101, which is cool because they're not all huge $60 games, right? These are all like from partners, big and small. They're not just the big titles. So she said she left the meeting feeling like she learned a lot and was surprised that the recommendations were so diverse. So um, seems like it's a pretty good experience. And the fact that she's so experienced that she's so experienced with the switch is um, a good sign that, you know, it's not just for new people. This is something that can be used by everybody. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I like that. They walk through the, how to search for demos. Cause I bet there's a lot of people that don't know how to do that. Definitely. Uh, um, there's like this random checkbox in this thing, instead of just being like this, here's this, you know, you know, almost a banner ad that's like, check out the demos and like do this stuff. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's, that's really good at least. And I can imagine mm-hmm. a lot of new people with switches, right? I think that that's a really good advantage of, well, she was experienced. Imagine if you just got your switch for the holidays <laughs> and you're, now you're, you're, you're finished Zelda and you're like, now what do I do? And you've, you've never even yeah. gone into the eShop probably. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. like, I just bought Zelda. What more do I need in life? Oh, I, I mm. beat it. So I guess, yeah. I guess two isn't coming ever, so I guess I got to buy something. I still have trouble finding stuff on my Switch even half the time. I don't know what I'm doing in the eShop half the time. So Nobody yeah. does. Maybe I should so. use this. Yeah. <laughs> that's, every, that's every eShop, by the way. So I, I, you yeah, know, I've, yeah. I've, been, I've been talking quite a bit with my buddy Frank on my other podcast and some of his apps. He released some new apps. I released some new apps, and Apple's featuring his app. But maybe at some point they reached out to him, but we were talking about how important that was because, you know, when you launch the eShop, you're launching a feature. If you go into the app store on your phone, there's all these featured things. And well, I mm-hmm. mostly don't look at them. I think a lot of people do. But 
if you search for something, it's quite hard to find anything. There's just so much stuff. And yeah. that's anything. That was the problem with Steam. That's the problem with the app stores. That's the problem with the Switch. I mean, if we go back to the beginning of the podcast, we were like, man, I just wish that they would release some games. And now we're like, stop putting out yeah. games. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can you slow now down? Now we just wish there was a way to sort the games. That they're yeah. Putting. yeah, yeah. But, you know. And I don't know if there's a... a I don't know if there's a solution because when I'm on my Xbox, it is the same problem. I mean, that's the same problem everywhere. And yeah. Nobody's. I mean, you go to Amazon, right? Like, it's impossible to find anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just so yeah, many things. Definitely. I think that this is fantastic for the Switch specifically because I've, I, it feels like a console that people who don't play games would still pick up and get. You get a lot of people that are not hardcore, quote unquote, gamers that, like you said, have navigated these e-shops. So they go in there and they're just completely overwhelmed. Like, I need online. I need what? What, is, what do I do? And I think that this is a great service. It makes a lot of sense. And, and it's nice to see that it's not just a money grab and it apparently does add value. I would be mm-hmm. interested to see if if this reporter did not say they were a reporter and to see if the event if the like exchange was any different but i guess yeah. you kind of have to because they were probably asking so many questions the person on the other end was probably like <laughs> don't be suspicious going don't on? be suspicious <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> but that's cool i mean it's it's great that it exists yeah i'm surprised that nintendo because they've been really pushing out youtube videos like featuring specific games i'm surprised they don't do like a switch features series of videos where they talk you through the eShop or like different parts of your Switch. Mm -hmm. Well, we also have a new exciting, at least exciting to me, game coming to the Switch. Um, We had Blizzard's BlizzCon event that just wrapped up yesterday, I believe. And in it, they announced Diablo 2 Resurrected is being remade. And it's not only coming out on PC, but also on consoles. And one of those consoles is the Nintendo Switch. So we finally get to play. I came into the Diablo series in three. So I did not play one. I did not play two. I will be playing four for sure. But I'm excited to kind of go back and check out two. I mean, it seems to be one of those games that a lot of people, that's what they grew up with. They know Diablo 2. They loved Diablo 2. They're passionate about this game. There's still people that stream it i mean during this event they were talking to somebody that continues to stream diablo 2 even to this day so it's interesting to see the love for this game and i want to check that out they did have a great sit down with the uh, developers that are working on this and they went over some of the features. So one of the things I always like when they do remakes is they have the old graphics and the new so you can switch between them and see how different it looks. I always think that's just such an interesting little quirk that toggle that on and off. So that will be included. Um, they did preserve a lot of the gameplay and in many, many cases, it's a one for one. They did not want to change a lot. They really wanted to make this feature like Diablo 2 just today and I think that's that's fantastic they redid the audio for it it will support cross progression which I think is fantastic I think that's a big big plus for this Um, both the base game and the expansion the Lord of Destruction are included in this package there was a lot of questions about that they revamped the latter seasons Uh, they redesigned the user interface and they expanded stash which based on the conversation now, again, I don't know this because I don't have hands-on first-person experience with this, but apparently having your uh, your 
um, like your bags and things like that were a huge issue. And I guess moving probably your stuff from one character to the other was a huge issue. And they had characters that they would create in order to do that. They were calling them mules where they would just put their <laughs> stuff in this character and how somehow must have saved it. And that was like the workaround. Well, now they did this so that it, it you don't have to do that. It's built in and it was a huge pain point, I guess, for players. So they said, you know what, of all the things we can fix and change, I think this is one of those things that players are going to be okay with. They'll, 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 they'll want this. Um, That's how you do a remaster. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> actually figure out what the point parts are and just, just fix those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Each game will also support up to eight players with each player given access to one mercenary. So I think that's very cool. And uh, also very cool for, for us is this is done by a local studio, Vicarious Visions, who recently just did Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, which is critically acclaimed. Everybody was super excited with that remake and the way they handled everything that was in it. So I think Vicarious Visions is an amazing uh, team to handle this, this remake. I'm excited. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, this will be their final game because they're being dissolved into Blizzard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was announced like a few weeks ago or something like that, which is, which is fascinating because I Vicarious has done yeah amazing things and uh, the you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two is still a game that I want and mm. I'll probably buy on my Xbox um, series. It's awesome. Has. It is yeah, awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Everyone that plays it. I mean, I remember playing those games. They're classic. They're so good. Yeah. I, I'm like you. I've never played. Uh, I played a little bit of Diablo three, but it really it's not really my my shtick. Mm-hmm. And um, but I, I do think I'll probably pick up Diablo two because. I feel like we'll, it's a game that we'll all kind of talk about together and play sure. together because everybody I know has played it ever. And, you know, when we went to UAT, like a lot of people were modding mm. it and doing a bunch yeah. of stuff. Um, so it looked really good. I really enjoyed that. It, I hope that it plays well on the Switch, seeing that it's it's a very, very old game. But the remastered part of it, hopefully they don't have to you know, tie it down too much. But I do think it's a great game that can be optimized for gaming on the go again one of the benefits of the switch right is like imagine taking diablo with you everywhere you go and then yeah you can do yep. that so i think this is really cool there's not like multiplayer in this right it's, it's just one player game is that correct uh i i believe you can have up to four or Online. i don't know i mean diablo 3 did anyway so i i would assume oh it's gosh. definitely could do multi no that'd be cool then yeah. also as it can support up to eight players yeah, and I and I was wondering about that because I was thinking, is that eight players? I guess so. I mean, I guess you could have up to eight. Right? That yeah. seems crazy uh, to yeah. me because ba- based on Diablo three, playing with three and four was a lot of people all at once. So mm. it does say up to eight, but I was thinking maybe there was like other modes or something for that. But who knows? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, this could be a fun Even, game for us yeah. all to play together and stream. Yeah, I think because yeah. mm-hmm. it would be a good yeah. one. And Diablo three is actually on sale for fifty percent off right now. Yeah, I've I've oh, eyed wow. that so many times, and I and I'm always <laughs> tempted to get it, but I already have it on computer, and I already have it on Xbox. I cannot buy it on a third system. I don't need it. <laughs> so buy yeah, Diablo. I want to see how well it performs, though. I haven't actually looked into too many people that are playing it on the Switch, but if if three's on there. Obviously, two is going to perform probably very well. I'm I'm not holding my breath for four to come out on Switch, but it would be amazing. But I mean, uh, so the I'll, stuff I'll I've seen for four, the stuff I've seen for four, I don't know if the Switch would be able to handle it. I think it would explode. I think <laughs> it, it would just yes. straight up. <laughs> it would melt. just melt in our hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would just it would just melt because yeah, it looks amazing. It and looks that's amazing. when I'll play on my computer. 
I think it'll just be a good experience on my computer. Well, Diablo has always been that PC first experience. And, you know, you look Mm -hmm. at cyberpunk issues and other things, if you're going to push, push it, you know, sometimes it's okay to not be on every single console and, and, and come out over time when things are ready and not um, push your development resources. And I think it's something that, you know, a lot of game studios have almost been, you know, forced into trying to get everything to work everywhere all at once. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at like Doom Eternal, for example, right, it came out, you know, what, eight months after on Switch or whatever. And, you know, they, they took the time to do the port and put the time in and panic button did the thing. And it's and it's awesome. Right. And mm-hmm. and that's OK, because not everybody that owns a Nintendo Switch owns an Xbox or a PlayStation or even a PC. So there's an audience wherever you're at. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Th- those were some great stories, but now we are finally getting to the big story. This is something I, I think, at least for me, I was like, I don't know if we're ever getting another one again. In It was a year and a half in the making, but we finally, finally got a Nintendo Direct. This was a huge 50-minute uh, direct with all kinds of stuff, whether good or bad, but we had all kinds of stuff. I've got quite a few checks, so... Uh, I'm going to kick it off. I think we're going to run down this. We're going to shout out the games that we checked or have interest in in some way, shape, or form. There's a lot of other stuff, so we definitely you know, suggest you go in and check out the, the, the entire uh, video for yourselves. But we're going to shout out a lot of these. So the very first one that I thought was, was fantastic was Fall Guys is coming to the Switch. This is a perfect home for this game. I've been eyeing this game for quite a while. It looks fun. It looks like it's a really great cute wonderful uh multiplayer not uh, not a battle royale in the sense of like a first person shooter but essentially you're all running towards a goal and if you don't make the checkpoint whoever doesn't gets gets basically kicked off and then it's the next leg the next leg and then to the last person standing and it looks really really fun i'm excited to try this it's a it's been a huge hit on twitch and with pc players and this comes out this summer 2021 I'm all in. I will be buying that. I thought it looked fun, but I was thinking about it. And after our Super Mario World 3D World experience, I wouldn't never, ever, I wouldn't make it two seconds. <laughs> I just <laughs> you know, never know. Everybody you never else know. knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what people want to see, though. Maybe that'd be part of the fun of watching that as a stream is oh, watching you try to play no, that. No, <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> Um, so the next game I will talk about next is Outer Worlds. Both uh, Michael and I have this checked. It's an open world mystery about a solar system trapped in an endless time loop. Uh, after it's 22 minutes and then everything is destroyed. So you basically just played over and over again in the 22 minutes. It's got a 10 out of 10 on Steam. It was a 2019 game of the year and it's coming out summer of 2021. And I've kind of had my eye on this for a little while, um, mostly because I thought the graphics looked pretty similar to Subnautica. I kind of have that same kind of look and feel. And I think Subnautica is still slotted to come out summer 2021. So anybody who likes those kinds of games, it's going to be your summer. You're not going to ever leave the house. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited for this. I have been eyeing this for mm-hmm. a while on Steam. It's been on my Steam wish list and I'm excited that it's on Switch. Now that's where I'll get it. Yeah. You know, assuming assuming it plays well, I will probably wait for this. This will not be one that I buy day, you know, day one, but I'll wait and just make sure yeah. it plays well because I this is one of those games that I do love and I want to just make sure the experience is is good. It doesn't need to be the mm-hmm. best graphics ever, but it just needs to work and work well. 
And so I'm I'm excited to jump into this. I don't I don't know a lot about this game, and I don't want to look into it too too much. You know, I, mm-hmm. I like what I see, and that's I'm good with that. And I want to just play it. Yeah, I I'm I, I almost checked this one, and and it seems like a little bit up your both of your two alleys over here, and mm-hmm. it, it does look super good. I'll, I'll be fascinated to see if it's one of those games where you all start playing and it's amazing and then i have to hop into it or not you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it it does look cool you know annapurna games um did have a bunch of a lot of stuff that this this switch direct which was pretty exciting and this is one of them so um there um i'll jump into the next one i mean there's a lot of games again that we're skipping well, I, over i wanted too, to mention but, oh. too i wanted to mention too that i was looking at annapurna because i didn't realize but they're responsible for so many games i've interested in they did um i am dead the unfinished swan which it was beautiful Donut County, which everybody loves, Journey, the re- what remains of Edith Finch, like all those kinds of games. So it's, it was crazy to me, like when I looked it up and I saw that basically I could just buy all the games from the studio. Oh, they're also responsible for Stray, that post-apocalyptic like cyberpunk cat game that we saw. Maybe I don't know when it was like a indie, an indie, I think mm-hmm. it was. But yeah, so they're responsible for that too. So I have to keep an eye on the studio and anybody else who likes those kinds of games. I just wanted to mention like they've done a lot of good stuff. Yeah, they are. It's a fascinating company and a publisher because they do have game studios, but they also publish a lot. And, um, you know, they find really unique games that fit their portfolio well. So when you go to Annapurna Interactive dot com, you'll see their style it feels like an Annapurna pick, you know, whether they developed it or not. Right. Because they, they pick have a type. These, they have a type <laughs> and, and that's yeah. okay. That's good. It fits yeah, their portfolio no, nice. and yeah. yeah, it's super good. So yeah. And, and like yeah. they, you know, they, they call out all the developers on each of the individual pages, but they definitely have a type and it's, uh, it's, it's good. I'm excited for quite a Kinda few of Kind of makes it easy. Kind of makes mm-hmm. it easy. So if you're like, Oh, I'm interested in trying out another game that's similar to this. Oh, let's see what else Annapurna did. And you can, be pretty much guaranteed it's going to be a decent game. That'd be cool to have on the eShop. Be like follow publisher. Like you follow. Yeah. 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 That would be a good idea. Yeah. Hey, Nintendo. Right. You hear us? Hello. Yeah. Hear us? <laughs> listen. On, listen. On. All right. So uh, next one really quick. I'll go into before the one that I'm really excited um, is they had a new trailer for Monster Hunter Rise, which I'm more and more maybe buying this game. I'm pretty sure nice. this. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always. It's it's like anything. It's just like I get so excited for Monster Hunter games. So I'm like, I'm going to love everything about this game. And then I'm like, this game's too big and there's too much to do. Um, anyways, this game showed off a little bit more of the story about sort of this. All the monsters are sort of descending in into the, the, the city or town in which you're at. So you're sort of fending them off. So this trailer was all about the new monsters. Um, I thought it looked really cool. Uh, overall, just there was some more dialogue. I've never been a fan of like the dialogue interaction in, in the games. But as far as, you know, actually going to town on these huge, crazy monsters, uh, it does look super good. They showed a lot of the different variety of hunter types that you can um, you can go ahead and and, and play. Uh, they are coming out on March 26th, along with the new pro controller and bundle that we talked about earlier. So nothing to really report there except for I, I enjoyed the new trailer i don't know if michael did because according to his comment he didn't yeah. like it but no I, okay. it's it's funny one of the this is one of those games it's funny that you are getting more excited for it and i am getting mm-hmm. less everything i see about monster hunter from here on out because 
it's a game I wanted to love since day mm-hmm. one, and I did get the very first one. I tried the demo for this, and it was more of the same for me. I'm just like, this is just not for me. And like you said, the dialogue is so cheesy that I just cannot. Get, <laughs> I just can't do it. I hate like the I, I hate the like the way things are animated as far as like we're gonna do it. Yeah, like the like the fists, like everything about it. I hate. So <laughs> this is I'm just firmly in the camp. Monster Hunter is just not for me. I, I'm never going to be able to do it. And I'm excited for the people that are looking forward to it. Maybe the next one, the animated one, is going to be more up my alley. But I've yeah. just given up on it. I've wanted to like it, but it's just not going to happen. I'm in. I think I'm in. <laughs> now, something I am super excited for is the announcement that we got for Mario Golf Super mm-hmm. Rush. I am so excited for this, which is crazy because i don't play sports games at all really but i've always loved mario golf i was huge huge into it back when it was on what n64 i think and and i really really love this this game and so what we saw for this new version looks even better than ever before you're going to be able to play with up to four players locally and online um you're going to be able to and if this is your thing and i'm going to probably try it just because it looks like it would be so cool you have regular controls but you can have the motion controls where you're using the joy cons and have it as a like a club which you used to be able to do on like we uh, mm-hmm. like when we came out remember you that was like the thing everybody was playing with like their golf game but i could see them coming out with like a club where you lock your uh your joy con into it maybe and actually have like more <laughs> of a, a real feel i think that could be a lot of fun the new mode that they announced speed golf Oh my goodness, this is going to be bananas. It's going to be a great time. I'm excited to see some speed golf where basically everybody, it's going to be so, it's Mario Kart, but on a golf course, you basically, everybody tees off at the exact same time and you all go running to try to finish the, uh, the, the, the round, I guess, or the, the, the hole that you're on. I don't know if it's a whole game or just one hole each race but it looks like it will be a blast it's going to be total chaos people are going to be laughing nonstop. i feel like that is going to be a really fun mode then they also have the story mode where you can roll your me character into some golf training where you're going to be able to you're going to go from rookie to pro you're going to be able to level your character up you're going to be able to improve stats and your movement and all of the things that make you a better golfer in the game and then you can bring that character back into the other modes and be able to play as your own me i think that's a lot of fun as well this is coming out june 25th you can pre-order it which uh, i'm not going to pre-order it i'll just get it when it comes out on digital <laughs> i don't need to pre-order anything and as a side note it was really interesting because initially on the game page uh for nintendo's website they it seemed like they alluded to the that king bomb will be playable it actually said tee off at the same time with up to three other players and race through the course to get your ball in first outpace and interrupt your opponents with dashes and special shots luigi for example can freeze the green and king bomb can pelt the course with bombs but since then the language has changed on the post and it no longer mentions king bomb so it'll be really interested to see if that's a playable character or not but uh a little oopsie there, I guess, maybe from Nintendo. So who knows? But all in all, super excited. I think this was maybe my my most exciting thing for the whole Direct was Mario Golf. But uh, yeah, I'm pumped. I think I'm excited for it just because you are. Like, you've been talking about Mario Golf forever. And as soon as I saw a pup in the Direct, I, I like messaged you. I was like, oh, you're going to be happy. <laughs> I think this is something where you... 
you feel like it's not something f- for you initially. And that was the same way I was when I played Mario Golf in. for the very first time. But yeah, yeah, it ends up being a very fun, like there's skill involved, but it's not something where mm. you feel like a first person shooter where you're like freaking out. But it's just this, yeah. this skill based, relaxing, sort of fun, well done game. And I even when Mario Golf came out the, initially, it was such a like a well received golf simulation type game even though it's mario it was a well done you like the way you actually interact with the green and you're analyzing the shots and all of that it's just a great great game so i do think and i'm excited for you know you to play it because this looks like the best version of it so i I think that you will like this as well even though it's not a game like i said that we typically gravitate towards right i mean Mm -hmm. it's a sport game like i I don't care about golf but mario golf i like yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. gotcha the I've always been a fan of Mario Golf as a golfer myself, at least mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, and I was a huge fan of the Wii, you know, um, motion controls for golf. It, it's a tennis and golf make so much sense for motion controls. And if they're done right, which, you know, this could be one of my favorite use cases of the Joy-Cons yet if, if it works well. So that's very, very exciting to me. And I agree. I love a little attachment, a little something that makes mm-hmm. it a little more heftier in your hand, which I could definitely see. There's probably already things out there that do it, um, but I'm I'm really excited. And, you know, for Mario Golf, it's always been you get the handheld version, which would be like a Game Boy or DS version, and it's full-fledged RPG mode. The Mario Golf's like on handheld consoles traditionally have been full RPG, like golf, whole story mode, all this thing. And then the golf on the console has always been, it's just golf and that's it. You know, there's been some progression, but there hasn't been this, whole thing so i'm I'm excited to see how deep the story mode is compared to Mm -hmm. the old camelot games on game boy advance which are some of the best golf rpg games ever created Mm -hmm. in my personal opinion it comes out on my birthday so thank you nintendo i'm very excited about that there you go Um, there you go (laughs) yeah and i do think that speed golf to me is the is is the thing like this to me is like going to be so much fun like that streaming speed golf is just going to be crazy it's it's, is exactly what other games have done. There's been other golf games that have sort of introduced this speed golf thing and Nintendo apparently finally figured it out. So I'm super jazzed for this game. And um, yeah, I love golf. So mm-hmm. do you think in. do you think speed golf is going to be online multiplayer or is it just going to be a couch co-op thing? It's got to be I think it'll be online. It's got to be. Online. I hope so. OK, yeah. I'm I think hoping everything, that's the case, but you I never think know. All the multiplayer will be mm-hmm. will be oh. online and couch. Okay. I think it'll have both. If not, I'll I can see. Pissed. I can just visualize how hilarious that stream would be if Four. all three of us were doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah. it'll be good, and, and just the <laughs> chaos that'll be it'll it'll be great. I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm pumped. Yeah. All right, let me run down uh, quite a few that I have here really quick. I just checked everything, apparently. Um, The next one I'll talk about a little bit later, but it's the Capcom Arcade Classics. It's 32 games that are available um, in a arcade style thing. Um, Like you're in an arcade and you can download this. It comes for free with 1943, the uh, shmup original shooter. And also right now, at least I think for the rest of this week, you can also get Ghosts and Goblins for free um, if you download it. So you get two games for free and each of the other games are available in packs that you can buy for specific amounts of money. So it is a free download. You do get some things. You might as well. You might as well get two free games. If even if you don't play them ever, lock them in. There's um, local co-op for the games uh, available too, and you know it's supposed to be really customizable to the arcade setup. Of like, there's arcade machines next to you and all this stuff. 
I'll tell you this much because uh, I won't even get into it later. I'll get into it now. I didn't really like it. I didn't really like the setup. I didn't really like mm-hmm. the whole customization, the shtick of it. It just seemed too complex to me for picking a game and playing it. And um, that's it's fine. Like if you're super love Capcom, then there you go. But just mm-hmm. whatever. I, I just it's it's hard for me to be like, I'm going to boot up this game just to play 1943. Like, I don't know. Yeah, just, it didn't do it for me. Yeah. Mm. I'd rather everything be in the Nintendo app. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yeah. Just put it all in there. So we already paid for that. Maybe yeah. don't make us jump around. Yeah. Maybe if I do the the Capcom plus plus Capcom, you know how you like add to your Amazon subscription, like plus HBO and you get a discount. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And give me the Capcom, app, Capcom app. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get all 32 yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one is a re-release of Stubbs the Zombie Rebel Without a Pulse. This is an awesome game. Classic from the Xbox coming out on the 16th of March. Um, you play as a zombie Stubbs. It's a kind of a comedy zombie game where Stubbs is kind of like falling apart and you're just going and ravaging and doing the stuff. Super fun game. Definitely going to pick up that one. 20 bucks. Uh, I mean, I'll favorite it. So we'll see if mm-hmm. it goes on sale for 10. But that one's super fun. Also, No More Heroes 3 totally happening. I'm super excited. It's coming out on August 27th. I've been waiting for No More Heroes uh, for a long time, and this is the third one. So I'm going to be in. This is a full-fledged game um, where you play as Travis Touchdown. Aliens have invaded, and you got to go get them and take them down. Um, it's, I don't know, everything about No More Heroes is over the top and ridiculous, and I enjoy it. And this will be very different from the previous sort of mini game game things that have been released it's actually gonna be a full-fledged no more hero so we'll see how it turns out with my katana saber so we'll go. That's, i remember you streaming that before and that was the one that what was it called though it's no more heroes something or another right yeah. but it was like a middle like it was just like a bunch of mini like games. 2.5 right yeah yeah exactly yeah like now th- was this the first the like confirmation for no more heroes 3 was during that direct uh, or was there rumors of it no, no, they announced it like two years ago. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So they announced gotcha. it like two years ago, and then they did the 2.5, as Christina said. And then yeah. um, then now this is like, you know, official. So I remember weird. during the direct when they mentioned or showed off the, the 2.5 like stories thing, they mm-hmm. did mention No More Heroes 3 or, or like kind of get uh, like a quick tease for it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Now, we did mention Annapurna Interactive. We got another game from that studio, or at least they're from their publisher. It's Neon White. Now, this one looked really interesting to me. I'm not sold. I gave it a single check, but I do like what I see so far. Uh, it's being described as a lightning-fast first-person action platformer set beyond the pearly gates of heaven. You are basically an assassin plucked from hell to compete with other demon slayers for a shot at redemption. So that's why you're in heaven. You're supposed to earn your way back. Um, you're going to be collecting these soul cards so that you can attack your foes or discard them. And it seems like that's going to bring in some sort of strategy, which I think is cool. And then you compete for the best time based on how well you play those cards to kind of get the job done. I thought the style of it looked really interesting. I definitely need more. I need to see Mm. something more, but I was intrigued by what I did see from the trailer. And uh, I'm going to keep an eye on this, that we have plenty of time. This comes out winter 2021. So uh, Mm. this, you know, what, however long they consider that a year, (laughs) a little less, but uh, winter's a long time for us. Yeah. Winter's a long time for us. So, I mean, that could be anywhere from three months from now or, uh, you know, yeah. But I'm excited to see more on this. Definitely. 
Yeah, I thought the character designs were super cool, but for me personally, the game looks way too fast paced. You're like Mm. fighting people and shooting people while shuffling cards at the same time. I can't even handle the motion controls and and games. So, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but it looks really cool. I'm excited. We'll see. Mm hmm. We'll see. Well, we'll see about Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. No, no one wants this complete edition. Oh, anyway, it looks super <laughs> fun. I don't know. Head to head multiplayer. You I, thought do. This was a, I thought this was a free to play game and that's what it should be. But I don't think it mm. is. And that's disappointing. I literally wrote down the first time I said free to play game. And then I was like, it's like pre-order today. And I was like, oh, I guess it's not a free to play mm. game. And it was it should I, be a free to play game because it looks like a fun free to play game. But I just want plans for zombies like I, I would have been fine with the old school mm-hmm. plans for zombies like OG. strategy game as opposed to yeah. this multiplayer like head to head battle type first person battle royale or whatever this is. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think I need that. I already have too many of those anyway. But I think it didn't look bad. I just I, I, I would have been more excited just for a straight up plans for zombies game. Yeah, true. I agree. I agree. Well, we'll see if it's any good. And I hope it's very, very cheap, but I don't think it's going to be. So that'll be <laughs> $60. <laughs> yeah. uh, next one I have here is Metopia. This is a classic game coming over from, I think it's a 3DS. I'm pretty sure it's a 3DS. And this is a full RPG with relationship building and like questing and all this stuff where you import your me character. This is obviously a lot bigger on the handhelds because with the, the DS and the yeah. 3DS, you could, you know, you could collect people around you and build your empire. I'm excited to see what this looks like on the Nintendo Switch. I do still miss that amazing capability of the 3DS. One of my favorite things. Switch, that's the one that, thing I miss. The one thing I miss. It's so good. And it's yeah. it's disappointing that it's not here. But um, I'll, I'll be excited to see what it is and, and how they do it and how much it is that, uh, as well. Some of these games it's like, oh, is that mm-hmm. 20 bucks? Is it 10 bucks? Because it's like Metopia. So it better not be 60 bucks. So. We shall see. Mm-hmm. The next thing I'll talk about, and and before I jump into it, I just have a question: how how many more years will we be celebrating the 35th anniversary of Mario? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was wondering that too. It's quite the. It, it feels like we have been celebrating Mario's 35th for for a bit, for over a year. I Forever it does seem point. that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they announced that they are going to be bringing Super Mario themed items to Animal Crossing's new, new yeah Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, and it just, it looks great. You get Mario and Luigi's signature costumes with their little like mustache. And when you turn them, it seems like when you put on the outfits, you make, you know, Mario or Luigi and stuff like that. It looks cute. And they have, this is my favorite part. They're going to introduce warp pipes into mm-hmm. Animal Crossing. Yeah. That actually. Really work. cool. Like at first when I saw it on the screen, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess all these props are really cute. You know, you got the blocks, the question blocks and like things like that. But then they used the warp pipe, and I was like, yes, they did it right. <laughs> yeah, that looks really cool. I was so happy about it. Um, so this is going to be, of course, a free update coming February 25th, and the items will be available in the Nook shopping on March 1st. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I literally am rebooting my Animal Crossing only for this. I've been talking about it for weeks, but it is <laughs> You're happening. You have a whole Mario-themed island now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely on. This is, to me... 
game changer. This this changes yeah. the entire game. Warp pipes. I mean that that to me is uh, just it's like so smart. Awesome. It, it's cool that they have yeah. that and they're bringing that in. I am like I'm waiting for you know Christina and I have been on the Stardew Valley kick and and I've been toying around with the idea of my time at Porsche again and mm. you know I was thinking like how could I, what could they do what could they introduce to Animal Crossing that's really gonna sort of change it up and yeah. and, and and really mix things up because as of right now and in months maybe you could talk and about this a little bit but it seems like animal crossing this is just uh a switch version of all the animal crossings we've always had right yeah like there's nothing added it's still animal crossing but i'm waiting for that dlc or something that brings to the table where it's like but none of the other games have had this like to me Mm. let's introduce some farming let me let me start creating actual Mm -hmm. farming like yes we have the pumpkins but essentially that's the same as the flowers you know what i mean but let me actually start to cultivate and work on something for a for a whole season and maybe i harvest it in the fall or whatever like let me Mm -hmm. start to have those things brought into this game a little bit more or travel to other islands and then i can start setting those up or like we discussed let me place buildings let me actually mm-hmm. make a coffee shop and a laundromat and whatever mm-hmm. else i get all this stuff but i'm i i can't i have to put it in a yard somewhere and make it pretend that that's a house you know let like let us start to give do us a, blank a little more building. yeah yeah let yeah. me just a little yeah. bit more and that's the i really want to see that and i hope we get something like that at some point here soon but that being said, this is awesome. I love the war pipes. I love the blocks. Mm-hmm. I love the look of everything. But I am my heart is wanting that 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 next thing for Animal Crossing, which is going to really bring everybody back and be like, "Whoa, this is something I I've never done in Animal Crossing." Yeah, I yeah. hope I hope that this is a good sign of updates that are to come. Only because the warp pipes add add in a whole new functionality. And then, so maybe the next update will be doing that as well, because it is number 10 on the top 10 this week. I know I'm getting a little bit ahead of our, mm. our list here, but you know, people are losing interest. So mm-hmm. I think it would be good to start adding a new functionality with the updates like, like that. Or well, what yeah. can we bring, what can we bring in for Zelda? And what can we bring in for Metroid then? If we're going to celebrate mm. Mario's, like what what could we get? I mean, there could be some neat, fun stuff that they could bring in from those games. You could have like so, yeah, a little I mean, Zelda Island where you have like little, those like goopy monster things. And so you have to have, you have a little Animal Crossing-esque Master Sword. <laughs> or what if there's like little navvies flying around and you have to capture oh, yeah. them with the, with, like with, a, with oh. the net and then they put them in a bottle or something like that, you know, well, that's from Zelda. a little Zelda. dark. But why you do it in Zelda? It's exactly the same thing. Oh, I guess I missed that game. (laughs) (laughs) Zelda, yes. (laughs) Well, no, like, like I didn't know they went around and actually caught the fairies and put them in a jar. Yeah, that's how they heal. Well, no wonder why she's so annoying all the time. I would be too if I was forced to be in a jar. I'd say, hey, listen, nonstop. Listen. I'm That's in this jar. Do. Let me out. Let <laughs> yeah. me out. I'm not, I don't want to be in here. Yeah, I, I, I think that it needs to be even something more substantial. Like you're saying, like here's the the farming thing that br- brings you back every day to do something new and exactly. different yeah. besides yeah. fishing and other things. And you know, it's just that's how Animal Crossing's been. But it would be nice to have a bigger update. You know, and they can do it. It's just like The Sims, they can right? Give it a step up. 
Yeah, it's, it's like The Sims where they add bigger things. And it's like, oh, now you can do this thing, this thing that you couldn't do before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you don't have to get it. Like, maybe I have it, Mots, but you don't. But then you come to my island and you're like, wow, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and th- like that's going to promote growth. That's going to promote people point. from buying into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I really think it would it would change the game for Animal Crossing because, yes, it's awesome and it looks great more than any other, but it's nothing's new in it so i mm-hmm. like unless i'm totally missing missing it I, I think it's doing all the same stuff the other games have done and in fact when it's launched it did less than all the other games that was one of the biggest complaints people had and now we're kind of caught up but like we've we're What's on the, the strongest yeah. console that nintendo has like give us a little bit more in this game that mm-hmm. everybody has if it feels like anyway mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i mean i'm still in Dad, do you want to take the next one, Mons? Yeah, sure. I think this one's really excited because like the very first article up top about Octopath Travelers, um, that sort of look and feel really intrigued me. I really like that demo. Um, I wasn't enough to jump in and buy it, but we got, are getting a new game from Square Enix called Project Triangle Strategy is the code name. <laughs> I hope it's name. a code name because I think <laughs> Octopath Traveler was supposed to be the code name too. And they were just like, you know what? People oh, are going to buy this. We don't yeah. care. <laughs> I, I hope it's not Project Triangle tr- Strategy. I think it's going to be that. And, uh, you know, Nintendo is publishing this is what it says. So I think it's going to be the same as Octopath Traveler. I think it's using the same engine as it. Yeah. Um, but this yeah, is it like a 32-bit tactical RPG. To me, it looks like the sequel, to be honest with you, uh, in a way. Um, it has multi-tiered um, battlefields for so, so you can kind of strategically plan out your victory. So it's like multiple tiers that go up and down. Um, the whole part of this is that there's like three nations and there's this big um, battle over salt and iron, which are the two main resources there. Um, if you liked Octopath Travelers, you're going to probably just love the crap out of this thing because it looks unbelievably amazing if you're going to do a 32 esque bit style game this is to do it with the blur and all the stuff everything about it is amazing i just downloaded the demo this morning i haven't played it yet but there's a full demo just like octopath traveler they're going to do the whole we're going to get feedback we're going to help you're going to help us shape the game blah 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 um it i i'm super excited about it you can download the debut the the debut the debut Mm -hmm. demo right now today you can totally get it. I'm very excited about it, and it is supposed to come out next year, so a long ways away, um, but I'm excited for it, and um, that's, that's kind of one of my highlights besides the, the next one, which was like a 20-second clip that I'm like, I need this game, but um, <laughs> anything else on tri- Triangle Strategy, the strategy of the triangles? Yeah, I think it looks absolutely beautiful, just like Octopath did. Uh, it still has that tilt shift, like you said, with the blurring and everything, and such a unique style. I I tried to look up to see, is this a sequel? Is this tied to the world? And I'm not finding anything. So it's weird to me that it looks so much like it and isn't related, if yeah. that is the case. Um I'm making the assumption it's going to be somehow related to the same world they created with Octopath. Otherwise, it's just weird. But I don't know. I think it looks fantastic. I love these strategy games. So I'm going to try this demo as well and just get a feel for this. And uh, we'll see what happens. Like you said, there's it's a long time coming. A lot can change still. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm in. I'm still into it. So hopefully, hopefully the demo is good. Just the mm-hmm. other demo was super good too. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see what happens. I can kind of mention the next one here. So, uh, I think you know all of us have it checked. Star Wars Hunters. It's free to play online competitive game. 
Players can join squads of all new authentic characters, including bounty hunters, heroes of the rebellion, and imperial stormtroopers. Basically everything we love about Star Wars. It's going to take place between episode six and seven, and it's coming 2021. Now, I'm personally not into competitive games. You guys play those more than I do. But I love Star Wars. I love that they're doing this. And I love that it's going to be on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah, happy I'm for you. <laughs> yeah. There's like no information on it. I like the, the trailer was the super logo. mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. But that's all we needed. See, <laughs> well, it's at least coming this year, which is good. good. And I'm, yeah. I, I mean, it's Star Wars on the Switch and it seems like it's something new. I'm all for it. I can't wait to, exactly. to at least check it out. It's not, it's got to get it gave it the check. Uh, I gave the next one a check too. Knockout City. I thought the trailer was really funny. It was sort of like corny them talking about, you know, it was these different characters talking about they wanted something, a different way of doing things. They wanted to change it up. And then they jump into this gameplay and it's basically dodgeball where you get to play 3v3, 4v4 or all out <laughs> matches. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Dodgeball, Knockout City. I'll give that a check. And uh, it's come out May 21st. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of price they attach to this one because that could be the main or break for knockout city yeah i i did think that this one looked fun but i'm a little worried for it um, yeah it could be it could be terrible it could be who will say we'll, we'll see i think it needs to be free to play i'm a big fan of that should probably be free to play so yeah i was thinking the same thing it should be uh, a few quick ones here uh, from me is Ninja Gaiden Collection. Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, 3 uh, are coming to the Nintendo Switch. These are games from the Xbox. All of the DLC is included. I never played the second or third one, but I did play and beat fully the very first Ninja Gaiden. Uh, it was fantastic, especially back in the day on Xbox. I don't know how much they're remastering this. However, I will say I am I'm excited that that Ninja Gaiden is making its way. These are very, 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 very good games mm. um, from Team Ninja. So June 10th, that they're on their way to your Nintendo Switch. Nice. They also showed us a little bit more from Apex Legends. We've already talked about that. That would be coming out on the 9th. It will be free to play. It already exists on a bunch of other platforms. This will be cross-platform play. Um, and like we mentioned before, you're going to get those first two weeks with the double XP because the season will have already started by the time we get it on the Switch. Mm -hmm. So they want to kind of give us a little bit of a help to get caught up. And you're going to get some new skins for it. So cool. I'm definitely checking it out. Free to play. Why not? I like these types of games. I will, I will at least try it. We'll see how well it how well it does nice so so the next thing i'll introduce and i'm sure we're gonna have a great conversation about this mm -hmm. so the zelda section it finally happened it was like eight minutes to the end of the 50 minute mark i've been waiting the whole thing just to hear about zelda and they're like no news for breath of the wild 2 and i'm like you guys suck <laughs> <laughs> i was my heart sank. I was so excited and so looking forward to something. I mean, to have a 50-minute direct, they had to announce something. And no news except for it's still on track. It's coming. Which if it's still on track, I feel like they should have had something to show. Something. Just anything. I don't even care if it's just like a still image. I just want to see it. And they just kind of teased nothing <laughs> well christina they're giving you a whole nother game can't you just be happy I know, with a whole nother I know. game let me get there i just had to that get it off my chest <laughs> <laughs> i don't even want to talk about it anymore you guys killed it for me thanks <laughs> but yes yes skyward sword is coming to the switch they're doing a, a nice little remaster of it the controls are going to be a lot smoother and you can use joy two joy cons as opposed to like the Wii can controller thing that they had going on with it yeah um 
and you can play it with just button controls, which I'm excited for. I don't like motion controls, so I was a little nervous as soon as they mentioned Skyward Sword because I know that, Michael, that was your biggest gripe with that game. Yeah. So, yeah. And then when they announced that they had button controls, I was a lot more excited for it. And not only that, they have these awesome special Joy-Con controllers that are coming out with the game. Well, not with the game, mm-hmm. but like at the same time. And one, I love the concept behind it because one is the seal, and one is the shield, and one is the master sword. And I'm just, I thought that was so smart, and I've been wanting Joy Cons for a while. So, yeah, that's coming out July 16th, the same day as the game. Um, I, I mean, I never got a chance to play Skyward Sword because I didn't have a Wii. Uh, I had friends that had Wiis, but it wasn't like I was going to be at their house long enough to actually get to experience the game the way I would want to. Mm. So I'm at all at, at the end of the direct. I think this is what I was the most excited for mm. just because I'm actually going to be able to play it. But yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I gave it a check because I, I want to see the, the way they explained the button controls versus the motion controls. It was a little confusing. Like you control the sword with the right joystick and it seems a little odd to me, but I'm going to check it out. It's hard for me to go back to skyward sword i think after breath of the wilds just because now that's where i want what i want but it's zelda i mean that's great so we get to play a little bit more hopefully of zelda um Mm -hmm. but yeah i i was i was also bummed i was bummed that we didn't get any news at all we should be hearing more i hope you know we put that in bold because that may or may not happen but uh, yeah, Skyward Sword HD coming to the Switch. I want to be more excited for it, but it's just kind of like, cool. All right, we'll check it out. I think I'm just more excited because, like I said, I never got to play it. And the only other Zelda game I played was Ocarina of Time, and I didn't even finish mm-hmm. it on the GameCube. It's funny, though, because I wish Ocarina of Time was coming out instead because there's such a difference in me graphics too. where yeah. Skyward Sword to me feels like it's not quite Breath of the Wild, but it's not intentionally like I can't separate myself and think like Ocarina of Time. It You're never going to unless it's a complete remaster. You're going to look at that and be like, I'm playing an older Zelda game, whereas Skyward Sword is kind of close ish, but not quite. And it just doesn't look as good from the trailer. You know, Zelda's face was sort of wonky looking. And there's going to be it's harder Mm. for me to separate the two because they're close, but not quite. And the motion thing, it's like, come on. But I will say, and as much as I hate motion control, I will try it with the Joy-Cons first, I think, only because the Joy-Cons are, you know, what, 10 years more advanced than the nunchucks were. And uh, I think it might be better. It might actually control better than it ever did before. So we'll see. I mean, it's Zelda. I love Zelda. So I got to at least give it a check and hope, you know, and buy it probably. But it's just hard because I want I want the next thing that isn't. 10 years old already coming out for full price on the switch again. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I think that this one skyward sword, you know, if you remember this was sort of with the Wii, so it was really made originally to highlight those features, yeah. which to me, I still think it w- might be better with the joy cons. Um, and like you said, I'll be fascinated to see how it works. I think it'll look better. They, you know, is HD. So it is upgraded. It is nowhere obviously close to, you know, from scratch type of game yeah, like a, yeah. um, that we'd expect. However, you know, I do think like Christina said, the joy cons are super cool. Um, you know, I, I don't even remember if I beat this game or not, but the one thing that I did mention is, you know, this game is sort of a predecessor in a way to, um, some of the elements that are found in breath of the wild. And they pointed that out because 
Breath of the Wild was a departure from the standard Legend of Zelda ethos. And they talked about, you know, this is still like a dungeon type of game where you go into dungeons and you do a thing, not quite open world, but they had some of the elements um, from Breath of the Wild, like the parachuting and a few other things in it too. So you'll see some elements that were inspiration for Breath of the Wild, but this is not a Breath of the Wild type of game. You know, Breath yeah. of the Wild is Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild, and which is why Christina really wants another Breath of the Wild. Um, so yeah. and, and to be honest, I, I've i played a lot of the Legend of Zelda games in the past, and I've never been sucked into them as much as Breath of the Wild, and for a reason, which is yeah. it's more dungeons and puzzles and things like that. So I'm, I'm I'll be probably interested to see what Christina to, thinks. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. because you, Mots and I have a lot more experience with Zelda in general. And for mm-hmm. me, come, playing through so many of them, it is hard going back from Breath of the Wild yeah. because that's the game we've wanted, right? So yeah. an Ocarina of Time, I have the nostalgia that can keep me going with that game if I had, were to play it again. Or even the old classic Zeldas. It's like I, re- I can remember playing those. I was never into this Skyward Sword Twilight Princess period. Like that's where I started falling off from it because it did start to embrace like the motion controls and stuff. But I, I would like I said, I will check it out. But coming from Breath of the Wild, which was such a vastly different, great experience in the Zelda world and what it had been needing for so long, I, I will be really interested to see what you think, Christina, coming into this as mm-hmm. somebody that pr- pretty much has only played Breath of the Wild. I know you played the one that just came out, the candy looking one, the toy looking one. Um, Link's Awakening. L- yeah, Link's Awakening. Yeah. I know you played that yeah. a little bit and you know, and dabbled with some of the other ones here and there. Mm-hmm. But really, Breath of the Wild was your like intro to Zelda, it seems like. So it'll be interesting to see what yeah, you think, I, stepping back think- in a noticeable step. I think I'm going to be kind of taking I'm going to be doing the whole Zelda thing backwards because <laughs> so I played Breath of the Wild then I played Link's Awakening and that was kind of a little bit different version of it. And then there's also rumors that um, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess will be coming to switch this year. There's a analyst uh, from uh, a VGC journalist, Andy Robinson. Yeah, that's his name, um, said that it's 100 percent happening. And he's also the person that basically predicted all of the super mario 3d anniversary collection stuff so probably will happen so then i'll probably end up playing twilight princess and then maybe ocarina of time will come out and then we'll just keep going backwards in time well that's what i would play i mean for me i've not i don't think i even played skyward sword i did mm -hmm. start twilight princess and i don't think i even played wind waker because i didn't like the style of it a lot so i think if i got those three i would definitely get them because they're the three that are missing from all of the Zelda's Your own that plays. played. Yeah. But Wind yeah. Waker, I never liked the style. And I know it's supposed to be an amazing game, but it was it was a style thing that it just turned me off to it. I find it funny, too, because I think it was a couple episodes ago where we talked about, you know, if they did bring all of the past Zelda games to the Switch, what's your list? And I'm pretty sure all the games that are going to be coming out are at the bottom of both of your lists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, because yeah. they're motion control based, you know, Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. Yeah. Uh, those were the two where I liked a lot of them, but they need to not. It Skyward Sword was heavily motion control based, and mm. it's it's hard, just like stuff. we did with Mario 3D World. There's those levels where it's motion control based, and I think from what I've seen so far, people are like, "Yeah, you could have just cut those levels out because they kind of ruin the experience." Whether you're on handheld and you're trying to tap the screen. And hold the controller or hand and, and hold the switch. Or if you're trying to use your pro controller and you're twisting it while you're it, it 
it ruins some of the experience. So I'm just nervous. That's all when I see that there's going to be this hybrid going on. Um, but you know, it's Nintendo and and maybe they'll, they'll get it and it, and we'll see. Yeah. That being said, I'm in for those joy cons though. Those sweet, yeah. sweet joy cons. <laughs> Mots, this is you. This next one has you all <laughs> over it. I yes. know you had to be excited. Yeah, they they finished it up with a banger, and I could not be more excited about it. They came out with this amazing trailer for Splatoon 3. It's happening. Um, this is sort of a post-apocalyptic world that you're sort of entering. The um, little Splat character, the Inkling, is sort of walking through this world, and like the Eiffel Tower is upside down. They get on this train, and they go into what is new Splatsville, but apparently the city is in chaos. Um, just everything is a wasteland and um, it's, it's a new, it's a new Splatoon. I don't know what to tell no. you. I mean, it's basically Splatoon three and new modes, new everything, new characters, new skins, new styles, new clothes. I'll be fascinated to understand why it needed to be Splatoon three and not just an ex- expansion for Splatoon two. Mm. There must be some fundamental shift in, the game or the game itself that the single player game is like a brand new game so i kind of understand that i guess um however you know we've seen so many games come out with a 30 dollar expansion that is a brand new game for all intents and purposes but you can't do that forever i guess um but i'm really excited what i was missing out on and oh i was i was waiting i was waiting i was waiting and, and then they showed a multiplayer and it was still 4v4 and i was like oh i was mm. hoping for a you know, 99 player yeah. or eight V eight or something like that. I was like, Oh, that'd be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, really open it up and make it just crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that we see a lot of original, just Splatoon goodness from the original games, more levels, more everything and more modes, but the world looks really cool. I'm excited for it. We'll see how it rolls out, but it's not rolling out until 2022. So we got plenty oh, of yeah. time. So much time. So much time. Yeah. Uh, we all gave it a check. I I played, I never played the very first one. I did play two. Uh, I enjoy it. You know, that, that came out at a time though, when there wasn't a lot else on the switch. So it was like, okay, I'm going to be a Splatoon two fan, I guess. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. it, it is cute. It's not something I would have normally probably picked up, but I did enjoy my time with it. But I will say it's kind of like the people that have played animal crossing and then fallen off there's not a lot that draws me back to it. I had my chunk of whatever, six months that I was really active on there. And then I kind of went away, but I'm excited to see where this goes and how it evolves. I like the new bow weapon that they were talking about in the uh, trailer. And so there's going to be stuff. So I'm excited. I want to check out some more Splatoon action and put some, some uh, ink down. Nice. Now, overall, what was everybody's takeaway? I mean, we I feel like we got to kind of review the 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 overall direct. It's been, like I said, or over a year and a half since we've mm-hmm. had a direct. If you had to give it a, a review or a rating of some kind, what what do you think? I mean, were you ex- just blown away? Were you like, OK, all right. Or were you like, oh, man, that, that was garbage. I don't think any of us would say it was garbage. But what would you feel like? Um, um, go for it, Christina. <laughs> I think that's a good sign right I, off the rim. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, when I first watched, I kind of, as I've had time to sit down and like really think about it, I feel like the things I did like, I'm kind of grasping at straws a little bit. There was a lot in here that we didn't check. Mm-hmm. It was 50 minutes long. And yes. <laughs> I, I, thinking back on it, I think um, it seems like 
they knew people wanted a big Nintendo Direct, so they were just throwing everything they had together from possibly a Nindy Direct they were going to do or a Partner Direct they were going to do and wa- and decided, let's just cram it all together into one big Direct and give people what they want. Mm-hmm. When I liked it being these small little Directs throughout the year, I didn't hate that. And I feel like this was kind of like without big info about like Breath of the Wild or any really big announcements like that. I don't really feel like it was a big Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't really get that feeling from it afterwards. I think they could have just talked about Zelda, maybe save that information for another month and then given us when they had more information about Breath of the Wild too, then mention it um, because it still has a while before it comes out. So it just kind of seems like they were, oh, people really want one. Let's try to cobble one together really quick and show them something. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I would personally, I give it a C. Mm, myself. I'm giving it a B. I think that I agree with you, Christian. I feel like it was to me it was a little long because there was too much. Yeah, there was too much small stuff that that sort of took away from the big stuff, like the big stuff in general, the Mario Golf, the Project Triangle, uh, Legend of Zelda, you know, Skyward Sword, whether that's good or bad, you know, Splatoon 3. Um, these were some really heavy hitters that I thought were really fantastic. Um, there were a few third party games that I thought were um, also really, really big. For example, um, you know, I, t- I talked about the Project Triangle, the Star Wars Hunter, which I wish there's more of than 30 seconds. But again, like playing a 30 second clip about Star Wars Hunters doesn't do a lot for me compared to like, oh, here's tons of stuff on Pl- Splatoon 3 or or Legend yeah. of Zelda. So really, this was a Mario Golf thing because that's the thing we're getting first, you know, in a few months. Yeah. Um, and everything else was just kind of like, OK, I, I enjoyed it. I did play it back on 1.5 speed, though, afterwards. I didn't stream it live because uh, I had forgotten about it. I do think there's a lot of stuff, but I do think that this could have been two directs. Like, here's a partner direct and then here's the Nintendo. The direct. Nintendo that's more stuff. Nintendo stuff yeah. more specifically. Yeah. Um, so but, but in general, I still think that. There was a lot of good stuff. We just talked for 50 minutes on it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, there's definitely things we're excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. But I I agree with you guys. I think this could have been a 30 to 35 minute direct. Mm -hmm. They could have had the four or five big things that we already discussed in length where, you know, the the main things, first party party things for Nintendo. And then you could have had a montage of some of the other ones that we shouted out that we really liked. And I think that would have been a solid, solid direct. But I think I, I will say that I think after being gone for so long there is a sense of anticipation or there's some an expectation that people would have after being so long you know i think coming out with um i don't know some of the, some of the things that they did discuss for a pretty much at length were things that nobody like the Famicom detective club, you know, those are games that were forever ago that they're bringing to the switch now, but you have nothing on breath of the wild two that you could have Mm. given us. You know what I mean? You have nothing on Zelda, which is celebrating. You have nothing on Metroid, which is celebrating. And, and I'm hoping, and I'm holding out hope and being optimistic that we will see something that is literally a direct on those topics because they're anniversaries. But it's just it's a shock to me that you had so much time 50 minutes 
And there was nothing to even remotely discuss the huge anniversaries we're having this year uh, yeah. other than, you know, like Skyward Sword. And that seemed more as a, a throwaway and as to appease people because they didn't have Breath of the Wild. It didn't seem like it was necessarily because of the Zelda's 35th anniversary. It just was more of like, oh, we know you want Breath of the Wild. We don't have it yet. Here's this instead. It was kind of like um, a crowd tamer in a way. Yeah, exactly. Don't have this, but settle down. We have this thing. Maybe you'll like it. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just hope, and I think I, <clears throat> I really hope. After I thought about it, I thought it was a solid B. Little by little, I think I've gone down to a C plus B minus area. So not too big of a drop, but a little bit. Um, only because of those big things where I'm like, oh man, how could you miss out on? These are huge moments in in gaming for a lot of people and for Nintendo, and you don't even acknowledge it yet. But I'm hoping that we will see something. So overall, I don't think it was a disappointment. I thought it was pretty solid. We all seem like we're in a pretty solid area together. So I think that's good. And, and we've got a, at least five games that we share that we're all excited about. So overall, I give it a thumbs up. But man, I hope we I just really hope we get some Zelda Metroid stuff this year. Yeah, that would be nice. I forgot about Metroid. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Well, I guess that does it for our direct kind of review. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that gets us to kind of the, the last little chunk here, the best sellers. I'm not going to go through the whole list. I will just mention that in first place, we got Super Mario 3D World. It's all the usual suspects in the top 10. And then Animal Crossing New Horizons, like I mentioned, is in last place. So mm. we'll see how much longer it stays in the top 10. Who knows what's going to happen there? It's interesting to me that Little Nightmares has shot up to third place. Oh, Little yeah, Nightmares right. 2 is in eighth place. Eighth so place. it's yeah. interesting because, you know, I know Little Nightmares is on sale right now, but because of the new one coming out, a lot of people are probably like, oh, I need to play this mm -hmm. so I can fall back. Also, Stardew Valley is climbing again because of the big release of the update. So that's middle of the road at sixth place. So those big changes. Pretty cool. Now we also have new releases we're into for this week. Games that are not a year and a half away from us that we can actually play <laughs> this week. And we're going to kick it off with Christina. So on February 22nd, uh, Persona 5 Strikers is coming out for 60 bucks. Uh, you join the Phantom Thieves and strike back against the corruption overtaking cities across Japan. Uh, for those of you who have played uh, Koei Tem. Tecmo's uh, Dynasty Warriors franchise and Atlas, the 2016 role-playing game, uh, Persona 5. It's kind of in between those two. Uh, it has real-time action combat of Dynasty Warriors and then the turn-based Persona battling aspect of the, the latter, so um, of Persona 5. So it's also set six months after the events of the original Persona 5. So if uh, you know you played those previous games, it looks interesting to me only because it's like this crazy anime style game. I don't really know what's happening, but I thought it looked really fun. And it has a 4.9 out of 5 on GameStop. So um wanted to give that one a mention. Nice. Nice. I don't know anything about that world or else I would have probably checked it, but um, definitely was fascinating to me as well. Um, the one I checked, because why not, is Taxi Chaos, not to be confused with Crazy Taxi, because <laughs> these are definitely the same exact games. Uh, a Crazy Taxi classic back in the day arcade game that you know came everywhere. This puppy is out on all systems. And yeah, you are a taxi driver and you pick up people and it's crazy and it's it's crazy taxi. That That's really what it yeah. is at the end yeah. of the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, there's even comparison videos on their website to crazy taxi. And I don't know, maybe this is the original 
I don't think it's the original developer of of Crazy Taxi, but um, <laughs> it, you know, it's it, they calling it the return of Crazy Taxi. It's it's expensive at thirty five dollars. Like, so I'll put this on the checklist because uh, those games were fun. But I just yeah. wanted to pull, call that one out. Yeah, very cool. The next one I have checked is for February 25th. This is a definite buy for me. If you are a fan of Stardew Valley, you will probably also be very much interested in Little Wood for $15. Basically, Little Wood is a world that has already been saved. You are a hero. You already did your job. There's nothing left to do but go back to your town and fix the mess you created and basically rebuild your town, get new hobbies, you know, do something, get into gardening, you know, go out there, collect some stuff. And farming Go, yeah do something chill out you did your job relax sit down and that's exactly what this game's about it's a relaxing mining building chopping wood gathering resources and all of those things i absolutely love it has a 10 out of 10 on steam so i am in 100 for little wood I thought it looked cute. I gave it one check only because I found the graphics because they're so simplified. It was almost a little hard to look at, but the UI looks really great. It looks like it's really well done. I mean, it has a 10 out of 10 Steam, so I'm it's sure funny it's amazing. I, I love the graphics because it reminded me a lot of Forager. So if you, if you had any time playing Forager, you would probably be very mm-hmm. familiar with this look. It is a much, it is a flattened sort of uh, almost like a, like you're looking at a 2d whereas Stardew, I know it's still 2d, but it looked the way they designed it. It sort of, adds yeah, a little so depth. Kind of this like is more Terraria. of like a, Yeah, this is more of like yeah, a yeah. and almost like you're playing an illustration, but it's uh yeah. I, I love it. I love the look of this. I think it is different and that's what kind of gravitated me towards this one a little bit, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think people should definitely check it out. I mean, for $15, it seems like a good price and I'm sure that'll go on sale. Nice. Yeah, that one looks super cute. I do, I do like it. Mm-hmm. So Last one I'll point out really quick before we get to um, things that we're actually playing, which is Bravely Default 2, which was in the Nintendo Direct, is coming out this week. It is a full-fledged game. It is the sequel to Bravely Default. If you're looking for an RPG, this is probably for you. Um, there's a demo available, too. The final demo, it's called, so you can give it a give it a go. Um, if you download the demo before February 26th, um, you will get 100 My Nintendo points. So that's also something if you just want to check it out. If you're looking for a RPG, give it a go because Bravely Default is one of um, one of the best sort of RPGs that had come out on the 3DS originally or DS originally. Um, and yeah, super duper good. So coming out from Nintendo. So there you go. Nice. Very, yeah. very nice. Well, that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing, Christina? What have you been playing? Well, last week after we finished recording the podcast, me and Michael played multiplayer of Super Mario 3D World. And I have to say, it's probably the most fun I've ever had playing a Mario game. Nice. You're welcome. It was hilarious. It oh, was so You mean fun. just because we play? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we streamed it too. It was it was so much fun. And there were so many funny moments. We have a couple of clips that we got from there. You know, Michael's throwing me off edges. It, it, mm-hmm. It's funny. It, it yeah, was it was just, good. It was a blast. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, I've just been playing Stardew Valley. I've fallen really hard back into this game. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to stop until I actually compl- like finish everything because I've re- I've replayed probably the first two years of this game four times at this point, five times at yeah. this point on both my computer and my switch. So I'm just, I want to get through the game. I want to understand all the little nitty gritty stuff about the game so I can finally set it aside and move on to other things. Mm-hmm. But. And no, then, I uh, think that's great. 
Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm streaming parts of it. I'm not streaming all my playthrough of it because I'm playing it throughout the week too. But on the weekends, I kind of I'm going to give a little update and kind of show what I did and, you know, do some farming and fishing and all that fun stuff on the stream. Um, now, last week, I did mention Gamer Goo. I got my samples and I tested nice. it out last night. Um, so this stuff, it's interesting that the scent that I tried was vanilla sugar. It doesn't really smell strongly of anything like maybe a little vanilla, but Mm -hmm. it's interesting. So it's like a, when you first put it on your hands, you only need a little pea sized amount and it's like a lotion, like a watery lotion. And, um, you rub it in and it kind of has like a hand sanitizer sort of smell. And then it kind of evaporates and it kind of puts like a shield on your hand. And, but it didn't work a hundred percent for me. Uh, Mm. I would say it, improved it it improved my situation but maybe only like 40 percent um because my hands I, I played i the way i tested it was i played super mario 3d world and it just i mean there was still like my my palms are still sweaty my fingertips were still, were still sweating but it wasn't like nearly as bad as it was so if people like aren't like me and just a melty disgusting mess it might work for you if you do get like some a little bit of a you know clammy hands while you're playing games but mm. I think I I personally need to keep looking. Oh boy! Yeah, you need I'll, gamer I'll keep goo trying pro. The other sample, I'll keep trying the other samples because the other lotion that I used in the past called Carpe, it it worked better the more you used it because the stuff like got into your pores and like what helped keep your hands from sweating. So I think it may be if I keep trying it, it might kind of like help over time. So I'll keep trying the samples and I'll give another update later, but. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe need more <laughs> yeah. than maybe need like triple, triple piece. I did. I tried. Oh. I tried this morning a little more, and then I played on my switch and was farting around, and my hands were still getting, you know, oh, yeah. just, hmm. it's just oh, me. Uh, you like should write like, game gamer goo max. Maybe they have a max yeah, edition. They need a, they need a better version for you. I think so. <laughs> you should really reach out to them, Christina, and be like, hey, gamer goo you know. super. Yeah, I mean, super be- gamer goo. <laughs> Super gamer goo. I'm just saying, gamer you know, goo X. maybe Tina. they maybe they have some recommendations. Maybe they're like, oh, you need to, you know, like sometimes you put a face. Or maybe mask they'll just on. say, maybe you should talk to your doctor. That could <laughs> get, get some gloves. <laughs> you should talk to a professional. <laughs> the, the question is, if, if she gets gloves, will she just soak the gloves? Yeah, yeah, It'll I already like have. Wearing wa- I like have water balloons. Gloves. I have. <laughs> they just have like fill up. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> like while you're playing. <laughs> Mats, what have you been playing? Oh, okay. Um, so I I I kind of had an off week this week. Uh, in general, just kind of like Christina seems to be having an off time finding a correct no. solution to her <laughs> to her, her liquid issue. Uh, I did no liquid issues, but just I did... talking about it is making my hands sweat again. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh no! Uh, all right. So I I I played a, a demo really quick of the flower collectors. I wasn't in the headspace to do it. This is like a mm point and click action adventure with the animals in the mm-hmm. world, all this stuff. Uh, I, I was, I don't know. I wasn't in the headspace for it. So I turned it off like immediately. It was just so slow. I was just like, I can't even gotcha, do it. So yeah. I do want to go back and play it when I'm in the right headspace, but you, you have to be in that headspace to be like, okay, I'm going to click around and do this thing. It, it, it was cool that it was all narrated. So there was voices for everything. That was nice. Uh, we did get a code for speed limit that we talked about last week. This is this run and gun multi crazy aspect, m- different types of, you know, thing. And basically you're running and people are trying to kill you and you need to run away from them and kill them before they kill you. And it's one, one shot, you're dead. 
and this is the hardest game I've ever played in my entire life. Like it is the most fresh. I played on easy mode it is the most frustrating, hard game ever. Just oh, it's no. so it's so intense. It's so everything is so fast ducking and this and there's no give on anything. And I played for like 30 minutes. I just wanted to throw my switch at the ground. I was so upset about it. It was like so <laughs> frustrating. It was like so hard. I need to stream it and it would be like terrible because you're just, I'm just dying nonstop. Luckily, oh, man, you do come back really That's okay. quick. It'd from just your be death. like me playing Mario <laughs> over and over and over. It's but worse. Imagine just literally all of your lives are like 10 seconds long. Oh, um, and they don't even tell yeah. you at the beginning really what to do or how to shoot. So they show you how to jump and not how to shoot. So I'm just like running and i just oh. keep i just keep getting killed so i don't know how to shoot or that i even have a gun and the problem is that you can't just like hold down a button to continuously shoot you have to like click 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 and you're like oh my goodness um anyways that was very upsetting and it really upset me a lot um i talked about capcom arcade stadium boom whatever um i will say this i have downloaded a triangle strategy demo and because um we were talking about the concierge service i was like i'm gonna go see what new demos are available and there's an immortals phoenix rising demo i don't know if we, any of us played this or not but i downloaded oh, that demo i'm gonna play that there's a demo yeah. now so i'm gonna go play that cool. and i also picked up a game that i could not highly recommend enough which is ali ali it's on sale for 2.99 right now both ali mm-hmm. ali and ali ali 2 this is a side scroller skateboarding Skater. game yep. yeah we talked about that in the past yeah i have yeah it. i think yep. michael played the it's demo. very hard it's very yeah, hard. It's very hard. Maybe not as hard as speed limit, but it is definitely hard, but it is good. Um, yeah. So there you go. I picked up that. So Nice. Very, yeah. very cool. Uh, like I said, when Christine was talking, I've been doing some Stardew Valley. I've been streaming some Long Dark. Had a good stream yesterday where I was making some progress. Uh, Animal Crossing, Super Mario 3D World. And I also picked up, I had it on the wish list for quite a while. It is currently on sale from $20 to 15 and that is Monster Sanctuary. Monster Sanctuary is very, very cool. If you're not familiar with it, it's essentially Metroid meets Pokemon. Um, you are working your way through this, this world and you are battling. You have a familiar that you pick in the beginning, which is one of four animals, and you use those animals to battle other uh, monsters that you meet in the world. And when you battle them well and you use the correct strategy you get a better rating for the how well you've battled and you get better loot that they drop after beating them depending on how well you battled them and sometimes they'll drop an egg you can hatch that and then you have more monsters to battle with so you build your team you can swap monsters out and kind of keep going from there it's very very interesting it's it's i'm really really enjoying it so far actually um there's a lot of strategy there's a lot of different components for it and i like the metroid vania aspect of it because you know you're going somewhere but maybe you don't have the right monster to help you and then you have to backtrack and then you have access like a certain monster may be able to cut vi- uh, uh, like vines down for you. So then you'll come back with a monster that can do that. And that allows you to go into a new area. Or maybe there's a monster that can carry you from one spot to the next. And that gets you over the ravine that you couldn't jump over. So, so far, it's very, very cool. I think it's absolutely worth the $15. And people should check this one out. Um, I'm having a blast with it. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. that one looks cool. Nice. I'm looking at the website. Looks nice. So yeah, it's very well done. Super. Uh, it's got the so you know the the pixelated look that you know we would all be familiar 32 with. Thirty two bit kind of look. Yeah, very yeah. very well done though, and uh, I love the like 
the Pokemon aspect, you know, the the monster collecting aspect of it and the raising them. And, and there's this whole complicated skill tree for each monster that you can kind of, you know, where Pokemon, you just, you, you evolve and then you maybe learn a new move and then you could say, okay, well, I want to swap this move for that move. And essentially you're swapping out the moves that are next in line, right? You're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, that's the better move or whatever. And then maybe you train them a move. But these monsters, you could have a whole team of one type of monster. Maybe it's a slime. They could all be doing different things because they all have skill trees. So one can be your healer. The other could be using earth type. The other one could be using poison type because that's their basic move set but you have to add talent points in order to evolve them to learn those moves so it's really interesting and can be as complex as you want it to be and that's what i like about it there's a little bit of strategy involved like i have been going through and i have two slimes now on my team and one is becoming earth type because i don't have another earth type and the other is my healer and it's just really interesting that you can do that where you know i haven't played another game that's had that kind of functionality that that Hmm. mechanic in it that's cool. Yeah, I liked yeah. I like the screen grab that you sent me of your little like wolf familiar. Yeah, yeah, thing. that's my cool. familiar. Yeah. I went with nice. the uh, the element the spirit wolf. It's like water and air Suits type you. or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my spirit <laughs> animal. Nice. Well, you're my spirit wolf, um, and that's going to do it for this <laughs> week's <laughs> Nintendo Dispatch. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Let us know what you thought about the Nintendo Direct. Hop in our Discord or hit us up on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. Um, For all things Nintendo Dispatch, just go to our website, nintendodispatch.com. That's going to do it for this week. So until then, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.